Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Happy Tuesday. Thanks for joining me on um, Urban Warriors Declassified. We have a special guest in the house. We have Miss Katie um, Bonilla. Tell them a little bit about yourself, Katie. Tell them where you're from. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us, Brody. Thank you for getting me on today. I'm super excited to be connecting with your audience and to be here to talk about love and how to be an awesome person today. Uh, Like Brody said, my name is Katie Bonilla. I'm 31. I'm originally from Maryland. I lived in Miami for eight years. I've been around. Um, I'm currently working in the health and fitness space, and uh, I do training and development as well. So I'm just here to help and talk and learn. Okay, thank you, thank you. Okay, so what we're doing today is um, Relationship Tuesday. We're uh, changing up the script a little bit. And um, what we're going to be getting into today is a lot of people, when they want to work out and they want to um, get physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy, a lot of times it's because they want to impress the opposite sex. So, now there's, um, that's a kiss curse, that's a little bit of a catch-22, because sometimes um, a lot of people have this tendency to where they say things like, um, you know, they find a person, they say, you complete me. So what we're going to be doing is going over of how a person can complete themselves first, because all it starts right there. Otherwise, you might end up in a little bit of a dysfunctional relationship. Um, so, uh, Katie, oh, what do you think some of the issues are with a person, why they need to be validated by somebody else? That's a really good question. I think um, especially for, like, our age group and newer generations, it's really hard because people's expectation of love is really that um, someone's going to come along and make your life better. And the reality is that you should be adding as much value to a relationship as they are. And if you're in a long-term relationship, you're going to learn and you're going to grow together. So I think, you know, people are always looking for someone to come save them, but that's, that's your responsibility. You need to be able to love someone, and that really starts with loving yourself. Okay. So um, a lot – okay, so now people have uh, – you said they have a, uh, a false interpretation of what love is. Like, where do you think they get that perception? Like, I personally think that it's from, like, music, media, you know, like what we see on TV, what we hear – and that's playing a huge part in the character development or the expectations of what love really means. What do you think? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I know, like, for me as a girl, I watch a lot of, like, romantic comedies and movies, and it's always, you know, somebody's in a bad position, whatever that position is, and someone comes along to sort of, like I said, save them, like save the day, make them feel better, get them out of their situation, whatever that may be. Um And so people think that that's real life, and that can be true, right? You meet someone and you connect with them and everything's great, and you do feel like they're adding value and they're changing things, maybe making your world brighter, something like that. But long-term, that's not how it works long-term. And so what I I see in my friends and in, you know, marriage rates and just in the way that people deal with their relationships is once you get past that honeymoon phase where everything's just so exciting and fresh and new – Um, you don't feel saved anymore. You feel like you're back where you were because you haven't changed at all. So if you have an inherent problem, you know, you have to fix that or it's still going to be there. It doesn't matter if somebody alleviates that for a little bit. But, yeah, I think music really does that. I mean, they just, they glamorize everything. Um, And love is one of those things that they glamorize. And, you know, social media, too, people want everything so fast. And 
um, you know, fast doesn't last. So <laughs> our culture is changing yeah. and people need to understand that there's a bigger picture. Okay. Very insightful. Now, I personally think that the type of person, now this can happen to anybody, so there's no slam dunk, it's 100%, but I think a lot of times this comes from um, the person who is more likely to fall into this category of people who are looking to um, be saved would be the type of, would be the cookie cutter type of person. And what I mean by that is like the type of person who wants to just live the atypical dream and they don't. You know, they they are told that they just go to school, get a job, have a white picket fence instead of, and they're taught to just be like everybody else, opposed to the type of person who is more adventurous and they want to be more expressive of who they are, not what society Mm -hmm. expects them to be. What do you think? Yeah, man, you're hitting the nail on the head. Look, when you set yourself up to live a life with someone else's expectations, you're never going to get there and you're going to be miserable, right? So what Brody says, you know, people that are adventurous, and he, he's talking about people that think on their own, right? You know, your perfect life yes, is exactly. your life. It's not what anybody else says. And if someone comes along and they make it wonderful and they don't fit into the picture that everybody else says, I mean, I'll tell you what, I just celebrated my five-year wedding anniversary, and my husband was an illegal immigrant when I met him. Thank you. <laughs> And I remember when I met him, um, you know, I fell in love with him probably a month after meeting him. It was really quick, really out of character for me. Um, I even posted about it on Facebook today. It's just not what I expected my life would be like. And it's beyond imagination. So when you limit yourself in that way, um, you really are going to end up in a cookie cutter. And one day you're going to realize that you don't like that cookie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's very true. Um, now, I feel like what they're also looking for is is also comes down to um, what society forces our perception to be because it always comes back to perception is the fact that, you know, like now money money is nice to have, but I feel like a lot of times that love is more of a business for the atypical cookie cutter type of person is more of a business arrangement opposed to a, um emotional or divine connection. Because I feel like it's the type of person who, um, what they're looking for is they're looking for somebody who is, you know, like rich, essentially. They they have a nice car, a nice house, nice all all of that. What do you think? What do you think they're looking for when they are um, really looking for love? Because apparently from what I'm noticing, it's not necessarily that a person is actually looking for love. It seems like they are missing something and they're trying to find it in somebody else, as well as they are looking for, you know, like the the house, the money, and all of that. What do you think? Do you think that's right or wrong? Yeah. Yeah, I pretty much agree with you on that. Um, You know, I'm certainly not an expert on marriage by any means, but I have been married for five years, and I dated for a while before that, and I have lots of girlfriends to date. So um, what I have noticed just in my friends and in myself is when you're out there seeking something in somebody else, you're not going to find it, right? And a lot of my friends, especially now that we're in our 30s, if they're single, they go on first dates looking for a husband, right? They're not looking for a fun first date. They're looking for a husband. And so you're analyzing people and you're, you're looking for something specific when you should really just be looking for a connection with somebody, right? And um, people, for the most part that I know, have stumbled on the love of their life and their current spouse or, you know, their fiancé when they weren't looking for it at all, when their guard was down, when they weren't planning 
when they were just living their life and focusing on themselves, they found somebody else who loved them just as much as they did. I don't know if I answered your question or went off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> you answered it perfectly. Um, now, I, now, I also noticed like a lot of people, as I sit back and I observe like younger people or what have you, I notice a lot of times they are looking for people. Now, you always have the online dating. I kind of, that's pretty much, you know, a kiss curse as well. But a lot of times they're looking, they're getting in relationships off of coming, meeting people in a club or meeting people in a, in a, um, a bar or something like that. Do you think, I personally think that if you meet somebody in a club or a bar, it may not, especially a club, that may not be the most, um, stable place to meet a person because of the reason why a lot of people go to a club isn't just for the sake of dancing like how a lot of people would claim it's for you know it's to find maybe a little bit of a fast girl and get one off real quick do you think it's a good or a bad <laughs> idea to meet a person in a club or a bar and where would you recommend ladies to meet guys oh that's good so like I said, I think, like, where you're at really isn't the biggest factor as far as, like, finding love. I think, like, where you're at mentally. So you might run into somebody amazing in a bar. I would agree that it's probably not the best setting to, to find a spouse because typically people, you know, do go out. It's 2016. They're going out there for a reason to dance and grind and take somebody home. Um, but, you know, it happens. So I think if mentally and spiritually you're in the right place, you can run into somebody anywhere. I met my husband at work. I have friends that, you know, have been connected to people. I do have friends that married somebody that they met online um, or are in long-lasting relationships with someone that they ran into at a bar. So I don't think, like, the physical space matters as much. Um, but I do think, like, if you're trying to find someone that you want to be with, like, you are trying to find someone – not who's like you. You really want to find someone who's not like you but has the same belief system as you do. Like, really, you should be able to agree on, like, the main, like, life principles, whatever those are. They're different for everybody. But, um, you know, the things that you hold most dear to you, you should agree with them on. And so when you're talking to people, if you're looking for love, you should be, you know, asking insightful questions. You shouldn't be asking them you know, what bra size they have, and, uh, you know, if they want to hit the uh-huh. next club with you, you should be asking them what they like to do for fun, you know, do they go to church, like, the things that you're interested in and that you hold dear, that's what the conversation should be about, um, and so that might be church, if you really, really do value health and fitness, maybe the gym, like, talk to someone at the gym, because clearly they value themselves and respect themselves enough to take care of themselves, and you do as well, um, so, you know, places where you have fun and where you feel comfortable is where I would suggest really being able to open yourself up for those conversations and meetings. And I hate when people are always talking about they want to meet somebody, but then they don't want to talk to anybody when they're out. Like, you can't you can't find a husband if you don't open your mouth. So you have to be willing to talk to people, and if someone says hi, you need to say hi back, regardless of where you are. Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. Now, for the most important information with our last, like, four minutes, how does a person become the person that they need to be instead of having somebody complete them? How does a person complete themselves before they put themselves in a position to meet someone else? How do they build that character? Mm, That's hard. So I think the real answer to that question is maybe more understanding that we're never – I mean, and this would be my opinion, you're never really complete, right? Like, 
um, when you meet someone, you're a certain version of yourself, but you're going to grow and you're going to learn. I can tell you who I am from when I was 15. It's completely different people. And when I was 20, it was a whole nother person. You know, like every couple of years you change and you grow and you learn. Um, and your values might change, your appearance might change. Like there's a lot of things that can change about a person. So I don't know that as humans we're ever really complete, but I do think as far as getting into a relationship and, you know, getting into a stable one where you're offering just as much to the other person as they're offering to you, you really need to focus on loving and caring about yourself. And that might have to do with taking better care of yourself. It might have to do with addressing like emotional issues and insecurities um, you know, facing truths about yourself that you don't want to face. You might not, I had to go to a therapist for like a year because I was just like confused. I was, I was like, I got to talk to somebody because I feel like I don't know who I am, you know. Do those things. Right. Take those actions to take care of yourself, whatever it is. Um, you're never okay. going to be complete, and no one's ever going to complete you, but together you can grow and become who you want to be together. Right. And I also would um, add to that that if a person wants to kind of, um, they need to take a step back and kind of like drown out the static of the world or really of society yeah. and what society tells you what you need to be. Cause I feel a lot of people get distracted by that because society says be this, that, and the other, and it creates a contradiction to who they want to be because society wants you to do something for them and not necessarily for you. So take a step back and focus on the things that you love, you know, focus on the places you like to go, the hobbies you like to have, the type of person the type of person you are and hang around those type of people and just get comfortable being in in in, in, in an environment that you are actually comfortable with. And that goes a long way to show you that it's okay to be who you are and you don't have to change for other people. Um yes, man. we got about sixty seconds left. Um I wanna first of all, Katie, uh Tell them where they can find you. They want to get in contact with you, your uh, Facebook, all that good stuff. Sure. So my name is Katie Bonilla, B-O-N-I-L-L-A. You can find me on YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Instagram's a pretty good way to reach me. It's blazon underscore Kate underscore 14. Lots of great information on there. I meet up with Brody here and there. He's a great boxing coach. I love him. Um, and I'm happy to answer any of your questions. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks again, Brody, for having me. No problem, no problem. Thank you for being on. We're going to have, definitely have you back on more often. I really enjoyed it. Um, I want to thank everybody who uh, listens to this podcast. Without you all, this podcast would not be possible. Um, I love doing this, and I love you all for taking the time for listening. I really appreciate, I really appreciate it and mean it from the bottom of my heart. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to be going into um, Wednesday workouts, where we're going to be going over some summer workouts. Uh, until next time, this is Brody Sorrell signing out.